Welcome to Courageous Parenting Podcast, a weekly show to equip parents with biblical truth on raising confident Christian kids in an uncertain world. Hi, I'm Angie from Courageous Mom. And I'm Isaac from Resolute Man. We've been married for 21 years and have seen the fruit from raising our eight kids biblically based on the raw truth found in the Bible. We can no longer let the culture win the hearts of children. Too many children from Christian families are walking away from their faith by age 18. And it doesn't have to be this way. It shouldn't be this way. Join us as we start an important conversation about effective parenting in the following world. Welcome, everybody. Hey, guys. Good to have you back on the podcast. Today, we're talking about leading your family through change. And of course, there's all kinds of different change that could be happening in families from small things to medium to big, large changes. And mm-hmm. all of it's important because if we can give our children um notice on the change, we can also help shape their expectations, which is important. I think it really comes down to recognizing that there's a a choice we have to make as parents. We can either be proactive in our parenting or reactive. Um, This is something that Isaac and I have taught on for many, many years, this idea of trying to think forward before thinking, even in your parenting or in life, so that you can prepare your kids as much as possible. Um, So, you know, we're going to talk about lots of different um, potential challenges. I mean, we're not, there are potential challenges or changes that happen in life, right? Isaac, everything from good changes to bad changes. Well, I I think as parents, we're supposed to be positive disruptors. And those are two words that seem opposed to each other, but Mm -hmm. they're actually together. I love it because, you know, just keeping the status quo usually doesn't work. It doesn't work when changes are needed in the home, when maybe you're implementing some kind of gardening or this spring, or you're implementing some kind of, you know, new activity or project you're going to do or curriculum changes, these kinds of things. It's important that we talk about these things ahead of time because Mm -hmm. human beings, when they hear about something happening, we start creating our own expectations. And then if you have multiple children, everybody's creating different multiple multiple different expectations (laughs) for what's going to happen how it's going to happen how they're going to be involved in it and all of these Mm -hmm. things and you don't want to let that happen that leads to challenging behavior that leads to Mm -hmm. challenging heart attitudes it leads to chaos Mm -hmm. and one of the reasons i think that we sincerely enjoy our family and enjoy time with our children Mm -hmm. is i think we're proactive and i think that helps a lot Yeah, I think for sure if you're struggling with attitude problems, I'll just call them that, or or issues with attitudes among among anyone in your family, it's kind of hard to be around them when they're struggling, right? And so a lot of times parents don't understand that their leadership literally is the game changer on if kids are having a good heart attitude or not. Um, Of course, the Holy Spirit is definitely the thing that changes hearts, but if you're not leading at all and you're just changing life directions on a regular basis, but you're not having respect for your child and communicating with them, that's going to lead to them potentially resenting you and feeling like they just need to constantly go with the flow wherever mom and dad are being led. And and there is an element of that where we don't want a child centric home. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is as life changes, whether that's in seasons of going from being in school to being out of school or being out of school and going back to school, whether whether that's bringing home a new baby from the hospital, which is a great transition in life, or adopting a child or doing foster care, or what if it's uh, something that's harder, like job change. Maybe that's a a chosen job change. Maybe it's 
a shock. Maybe it came unexpected. Whatever the case is, we as parents have a responsibility actually to lead our children through those changes and to model for them what it looks like to walk it out biblically. Now, if we don't talk to them, and we don't communicate, then they're not gonna get the opportunity to learn and grow by witnessing what we walk through, right? Amen. So before we dive in, we just wanna say thank you. Thank you, you guys, for listening to the podcast faithfully. Isaac and I are very encouraged by that. It's been old for four years now we've been at this. And it's just been really cool to see new people come in and just starting to listen and see how it's impacting them. But also people who've been listening right from episode one, faithfully, loyally. Um, We just appreciate you so much. And it's an encouragement too when we get to hear from you guys. So thank you for sending emails and giving five-star reviews and comments on iTunes. That definitely helps the algorithms to get out there to reach more people. Um, Our goal and heart is not to point people towards us, but towards Jesus Christ and what Mm -hmm. the word says. And we try to talk about applicable issues, as you know, on a daily basis that will potentially affect your parenting. So So you can find everything at BeCourageousMinistry.org. And one thing I want to say as I reflect on the four years is we've done it the same way since the beginning. And what I mean by that is one take, meaning we turn the camera on, we turn Mm -hmm. the mics on and we go for whether it's 30 minutes, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour. And what you're getting then is a candid conversation. You're not getting in a highly edited conversation where we edit things out and things like that. Mm -hmm. Not that that's bad. I just want you to know that there is a difference. We're sharing Mm -hmm. our hearts. We bring our best every single week. And the ministry is about the podcast, but also so much more as you can find out at BeCourageousMinistry.org. But let's dive in. So I think you're kicking it off with a scripture. So Philippians 4 verses 6 or 7 was a verse that, first of all, just came to my mind right away. Because when you think about potential changes happening in a family, sometimes people don't do well with change. There's two types of people in the world. Those who are addicted to change or really like change, and so they're constantly choosing change. Um, And maybe they're a little bit less stable. And then there's well, there's more than two kinds. Then there's the people that really struggle with change. And I think that that's probably more common, right, Isaac? Mm-hmm. Um, people who want to avoid change. They like the familiarity of life. They want to be solid, steady. They want things never to change. Um, and then there's those that we, you know, that are in the middle. They are kind of you know, maybe sometimes hard, hard change, hard things they don't like, but they are open to fun adventures. And so today, as we're we're talking about this, I started thinking about the person who maybe struggles with change. Maybe that's you. Um, or maybe you're dealing with some anxiety because the change you're going through isn't a fun change or something that you chose. Maybe it's something that was unpredictable that came upon you because life can be hard sometimes. And so this is for you. It's Philippians 4, verse 6. It says, um, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't encourage you enough to memorize this scripture. We've used this scripture in a couple podcasts in the past because it's so relevant to so many aspects of life. But specifically, when it when you think about potentially having anxiety or having a hard time with change, this is an exhortation to you to cast your cares on him, to give everything through prayer and supplication and to look for those things that you can be thankful for so that God can protect your mind and heart and give you the peace that surpasses all understanding, knowing that he's with you. Amen. So let's go into talking about expectations for a second. Mm -hmm. Really, when there's change happening, even if it's something just in the schedule this week, there's an opportunity 
to shape attitudes, to touch children's hearts, to help them think about things correctly in a godly way, and to really look at things the right way. So for example, I'll just give you an example. Our children wanted to go snowboarding this Friday. Mm -hmm. And so I just piped up and said, the answer is yes, as long as. Like, let's get a lot done. Mm -hmm. Let's be diligent with our our homework, our jurisdictions, the projects we have around the house and the farm and so forth. And let's let's like really nail it in the next Mm -hmm. four days. And then as long as we do, then enjoy Friday snowboarding. Right. And it's a difference between like, I was thinking about this earlier when Isaac and I were talking. If children are constantly like, Um, going and doing the fun things that they are asking to do on a regular basis, but there's never like a, hey, let's get this done. And when we're done, we can have this reward, right? Um, Like there's a difference in how the the person feels at the end after they've worked hard to earn that thing. There's like this, they have some thankfulness, more thankfulness and gratitude. And they're like proud of themselves that they worked hard and they got that thing done that was assigned to them, right? Versus just maybe potentially even um, encouraging an entitlement attitude of, oh, I get to do this. And then when you say no, they're like, "Uh, why, you know, and having a bad attitude. And and I think that, you know, sometimes it's okay to just do fun things to do fun things. But Mm -hmm. one of our family models has always been, and we shared this with you guys a million times, work hard, play hard as a family, right? That we would um, be a good team at working hard and getting things done so that everyone has a good open, healthy conscience and can be fully dedicated to enjoying the playtime too versus constantly thinking, oh man, while I'm out here playing, I should be getting this and this and this done, right? Like, and they may even be experiencing that. And so we want to train our kids with this good habit of getting things done and then also feeling okay about rewarding themselves and doing something fun. Another example is the seasons are changing right now. So we're going from winter to spring and the summer is going to be here before we know it. Some people around the world or country might be getting out of school within a month or so. And so, you know, what does that mean? What do you want your family experience to be like when your children are out of school, if that's you? Mm -hmm. Um, We tend to homeschool all year. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you need to, but um, we, you know, you do need to create expectations though. What is it going to look like and if you do that beforehand then they're looking forward to something with in alignment the expectations you've Mm -hmm. set Mm -hmm. and if they're not if they're looking forward to something without expectations you've set then when you bring those later abruptly then it can be disappointing and rather i would rather our children uh, embrace and look forward to the family expectations mm-hmm. rather than look at them with dread. You know, and and that's really up to our leadership in a it large is. part. And it's interesting because you mentioned attitudes and how we enjoy spending time with our kids and that a lot of it is largely because of proactive parenting. And I think part of proactive parenting is taking the time to sit down and have the conversations, the family meetings, and discuss those things so that everybody's on the same page. There's no confusion. There's no... Um, not meeting their expectations and them being disappointed or, you know, all the things it's that, that that becomes a place where we can all communicate and we can get on board. You see everybody nodding their heads, everybody's hearing you. And there's no, like it leaves no room for unrealistic expectations or unheard expectations. So it's really important that you have some vision. It's really important to paint pictures of things coming Mm -hmm. in a way that isn't 
um, only just the fun part, but is the full picture is the fun part, but in the hard work and why that is important and the whys behind it, why this is important, the whole scheme of what the Tolpins are doing and as a family uh, today, tomorrow and way in the future. And, and so, and it might have to do with like what's happening in the world too. Like, you know, food challenges. If you listen to our last one, right, I'm just thinking of some of the change we're going through right now, which is we're going to do bigger crops this year. We're going to do more gardening. We're going to try some new things we haven't done before. For. We're going to get ready uh, potentially to have cows next year and these kinds of things. So mm-hmm. how do you then build expectations so that there's a rock solid team working together mm-hmm. with a like minded vision? They understand the whys behind it. They understand the roles and they're excited about mm-hmm. it. And they understand the importance of it, too. And I think part of that vision, I know that Isaac and I, of course, have it, we talked about this in the previous podcast, but we've had this conversation with our children. That's where that gets where, where our content comes from is that we've actually done these things. So having the conversation with our kids, explaining what's happening in the world to them so that they understand the depth of importance of them also learning the skills, that they get that these life skills are going to suit them the rest of their lives. These are not, this is not a waste of time that we are learning new things. We need to be doing this to be responsible financially, like for them to understand all of the whys actually brings in, um, it's a whole new learning level for them, first of all, and secondly, for them to start being able to be a critical thinker as well as they get older and to be able to deduct what is more important when they have multiple things that they want to do to look at what's happening in the world and make wise decisions that way. And so I think that there's a lot that kids gain from having these conversations where you're setting them up for expectations. Um, I think it becomes also a great place where you can collaborate with your kids and you can hear their ideas and different things as well. And when, especially when it comes to the play hard times, right? Like Mm. how many times have we had conversations where we're like, these are the things that we're going to do this summer and we want to do a one week or a two week RV trip or whatever. Where do you guys want to go? And you involve them in it and they can own it and you guys make a decision together. That's also a great way to go about it, especially as your kids get older. Yeah. Whereas if you were to drop, Hey, we're going to do a trip in a month, in 30 days, and it's May, and you're going to decide in May that you're doing a trip in 30 days in June. That's okay. You can do that. But you know what? They may not be as excited about it. They may have already been talking to friends about what they're going to do this summer and things like that. And so it really is helpful for them. They're human beings. Mm -hmm. They have other friends and so forth, depending on how old they are, that they might have desires and wishes. And so the older your kids get, the more time you should actually tell them ahead of time about things because they have their own jurisdictions, jobs, potentially projects they want to do and these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And it's only fair to let children process early and set expectations really too. So mm-hmm. I think that's really important. So yeah, if you if you don't think of yourself as a visionary, it's okay. But vision is required when parenting. You might have heard us say that before. And at least a little bit. It's being thoughtful and thinking mm-hmm. ahead and putting those things out there. So what do you want? What do you what's your family gonna do this summer? What's your family gonna do this spring? What are the attitudes and behaviors you want changed in your family, within your children, within maybe yourselves? How do you want your marriage to grow? What is there uh, a trip you're gonna do as a married couple in our Are you uh, planning that and creating expectations for that ahead of time so it's not all of a sudden and mom and dad are gone? You know, these kinds of things can be really, really helpful to be thoughtful about, Mm -hmm. uh, which is good. We have another verse for you guys. It kind of goes along with the title here. You know, if you're talking about change, we Mm -hmm. talk about change. One of the first verses that comes to mind is probably Ecclesiastes chapter three, where it talks about a time for everything, right? 
Um, it says, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And I just, I wanted to read that through there because what I see over and over again is change, 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 season, 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 season. And this is a reality of life, just like the the spiritual law of sowing and reaping that no one can escape. This is also a spiritual law that there is a, there are seasons in our lives and seasons of maturity, seasons of spiritual growth, seasons of where we even might experience some dryness, right? And thirst and we're hungry, for more of the Lord and more knowledge and more understanding. And these seasons all play a big purpose in our life. And we need to use the the practical day-to-day times that we walk through in our life to teach our children the the spiritual parallel of times that are happening in our spiritual walks as well so that they don't feel like something's wrong when they're going through one of those seasons in their spiritual walk. And I just think it's so beautiful that there are seasons, right? A, a time to sow and a time to reap, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Like when when you're harvesting, things start dying off. You know, and to use all of those different seasons that you walk through in your life, whether it's flourishing financially and then potentially struggling financially, don't hide it from your kids because then they might have an unrealistic expectation of what their life is going to be. And if they struggle financially, they may feel like a failure. You don't want your kids to feel like a failure when what they're actually experiencing is life, mm-hmm. is reality. So let's let's be open open eyed to the seasons that God has us walking through and let's embrace them and use those as examples to teach our kids both in the practical sense and the spiritual sense. I know when we had our big financial disaster, we had meetings with the children about how things would be different. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it was such a sweet opportunity. And I think it was sweet because we were clinging to the Lord Mm -hmm. and trusting the Lord implicitly with our situation. They saw that, they trusted that, and they, we just grew so much stronger mm-hmm. as a family, which is uh, super awesome. Deut- Deuteronomy 31, 6, it says, um, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. So no matter what the situation is, no matter how challenging <coughs> it is, God is with you. And for your children to see you trusting that, mm-hmm. and then God responding and then circling that information back and sharing how God answered the prayers later on is is such a faith building mm-hmm. uh, experience. It's incredible. I look at the faith in our children and I just know there was a, a big impact mm-hmm. during our most challenging seasons yeah. um, that really built that faith in them. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. You know, it, it, we talked about family meetings a lot. I think that a family meeting can look different 
all kinds of different ways. And I, you know, we, Angie and I just uh, did a trip for a couple of days and we brought Drew with us and that was a family meeting of sorts. He was in the car with us for a long time and we had all kinds of wonderful conversations, yeah. hearing his heart, talking about things, plans and so forth. And that is a smaller part of our family meeting, right? Then there's when the whole family's together. And so you can work, you know, meet one on one with your children and talk about things and issues and kind of hear their heart about things. Listen well, I think is really important, whether in a group meeting or one on one with your children and to what they care about coming up, what they care mm-hmm. about, the changes that are, are coming and are happening and and those things. And then but as a family getting together, too, and literally being a little bit prepared. That's a good thing mm-hmm. is like already have a marriage meeting, already have a marriage discussion about the, you know, what's coming, how we, how we can support each other and then how we can divvy up roles for people mm-hmm. as we're doing a big project. For example, we're clearing a part of the property for a crop. And then we're also trying to make sure grass is getting going. And then we have a van that needs to be, the inside needs to be updated and fixed a little bit. And there's just lots of projects on top of all the normal things going on. And then of course, Angie, you know, talking to me today about doing a marriage and parenting conference <laughs> uh, locally, you know, let's just add that on. So, so, but you know, there is enough notice, right? We, that's months away. Mm-hmm. So we can plan these things and listening to her heart this morning. And that was important to her. And I'm like, well, if it's important to her, then we're doing it, you know, because God's probably talking to her and it's important to her. And that's how we need to be too, is we need to be listening to the marriage relationship and go, what is going to edify the other? What is it going to encourage them and, mm-hmm. and make them feel like they're doing what they're called to do? And, um, you know, so I think there's a lot of change. I know we experience a lot of change all the time, yeah. but a lot of it we're creating actually. Mm-hmm. There's some of it's a circumstantial things happen, challenging things happen to us. But I would say more of it is proactive. Okay, this spring, here's the changes we're going to make. Okay, so everybody These has the their- improvements we're going to make on the property. So everybody yeah. has their normal things they do. Mm-hmm. And we just talked to them all about, okay, in addition to that, there's going to be new things. And now Angie and I are going to meet. What are the new things? We're going to prioritize based on finances and ability and so forth. And then we're going to divide up tasks. Yeah. So I think I want to take a moment and give you something for free. If you haven't got it already is the date night one sheet. It is a beautiful document you can download that will have some key questions on it for your date night to just get in alignment about what's most important for your family. No matter what time of year, it's always important to recalibrate. You can get that by going to CourageousParenting.com and subscribing to our mailing list. Um, also, you can get all of our show notes and everything at CourageousParenting.com. And I also just want to share real quick about the Parenting Mentor Program. So many families are being transformed by going through this. Uh, it's the six-week self-paced program uh, with live engagement from us and even direct interaction. So if you want to join us, uh, here's a little bit more about it. You can find out more at CourageousParenting.com. Steve and I realized that we were getting too comfortable with the world's vision of how to raise our children. What Angie and Isaac have done in creating this is literally phenomenal. This program provided awesome scripture-based teachings and just some really great practical applications. This class has just really rocked my world. It has given me a vision for not just the different things that we might focus on as parents who are trying to raise our kids biblically, like how our kids are behaving or what we're doing with discipline, but also the things of the heart. We now have a game plan to how we want to raise our children. We have so many answers to the questions that have been in our mind. 
it's not just these hypothetical situations or it's not just this, here's what I think you should do. It's let me show you where in scripture this is. Do your legacy a favor and yourself a favor and just do it. One of the best things that we've done this year, one of the best investments we've made this year, and I could not recommend it more. We're no longer fearing dark days ahead, but we're so excited to raise lights to be leaders for the next generation. I think that it's also important when you're in the process of dividing up tasks to really know your kids and to know the assets that you, that each person has, right? Like to know their skill set, to know the things that they're passionate about, the things that they want to learn. The truth is, is if someone is excited about something because they've either conquered it or they want to learn it, it's going to be a lot more fun for them and it's easier to get them on board with doing it. And so making the, the when you're thinking beforehand and preparing, right? You were just talking about how sometimes it's good to come to a meeting prepared ahead of time thinking through the different things and going, okay, well, this kid has this going on, so we can assign them this instead of this. We just had to do that today, like putting down the food for the lawn, for example. Um, we know that our son Luke is super passionate about the grass because they spent so much time last year putting in 4,000 square feet, 40,000 square feet of grass, right? And it was a big project that they were in charge of. They laid down sprinkler systems. They want this. They're invested. They want this to work. Mm -hmm. They want grass to play spike ball in <laughs> and to have play volleyball with their friends. And so so knowing like, okay, guys, you want to get the grass looking greener? They're pumped. He was so excited to go to the local garden center lawn class with Isaac, you know. So time. then when we were thinking about, okay, well, what what can we assign? We have all these farming projects that we need to do. Putting Luke on the grass project just was like the first gut instinct that we know he'll be faithful. He'll get it done. He won't cut corners because he wants it all green and the same. And, and so like that's what I mean by thinking and assessing your different kids' skill sets and what they're most passionate about for drew it was like hey buddy i really need your help with the compost and we're going to be making these mounds and tilling the back um horse stall property and like he has a skill set where he already knows how to use the tractor mm -hmm. right and so um there it's just important to think through those things and then when you come to your your team if you will you're honoring them by giving them jobs that one, they already are passionate about they're going to be much more into doing but two they can tell that you've been thoughtful about it if you tell them the why and, you know, it could be things like a change of curriculum, too. It could be things about this summer that you just wish for your family. I know this. If you don't do any planning and thoughtfulness about change and how to make things better, mm -hmm. you just keep kind of getting a little less than the best that you've had. It kind of doesn't just stay as good. It seems to kind of degrade a little bit. Mm -hmm. So the wind is always blowing towards mediocrity on any team. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important to be proactive and go think about how do we want this summer to happen? What mm -hmm. do we want the family closeness to look like? Well, what's going to create family closeness? Mm -hmm. What are the relationships we want to nurture? Well, how are we going to do that? You can't do that too many times. You got to prioritize, you know, maybe a few families that you spend extra time with. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, what are the things that you really wish when the, by the time summer is over between now and then, what do you hope has happened in mm -hmm. your family? And I think that you have to be thinking about that now. You have to be planting seeds now, creating yep. expectations. There might be work that needs to be done to be able to do those things. Yeah. So that's all really important. In Proverbs 16, 9, it says, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. So 
let's make sure we include God in all the change and all mm-hmm. the things and with their kids and we're praying together and we're asking the Lord to give us wisdom and how and when and uh, all these things and deciding, prioritizing, mm-hmm. all the things, right? And what a faith-building experience to see the parents involved in that and, mm-hmm. and incorporating the kids. I just even think about, since we're talking about family meetings, one of the things that we always do in our family meetings, we share some scripture. Um, I think it's a more of a rare time when we don't share a scripture with the kids, right? Yeah. Um, and I would say that if you're planning on having a family meeting regarding expectations for this next season that you're going into or, or even just being proactive and dreaming with the kids at first, talking to them about the different seasons, sharing scriptures like Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 9, like we read, or what Isaac just read in Proverbs 16, 9, or Deuteronomy 31, 6, for the kids to understand that God has ordained that seasons would come and go. Mm -hmm. God has already set it up that we need to be seeking his wisdom and his will for our lives, and that he has also promised that he'll go with us wherever we go. These are good things, especially as you're like looking at your kids. Maybe you have a child that struggles with being flexible. They struggle with change. Mm -hmm. That child might need to hear Philippians 4, 6 through 7. That child might also need to hear the Deuteronomy 31, 6 so that they're encouraged that, okay, God knew this change was happening. He's asking me to be strong and courageous. I need to be strong and courageous. And so I, I just say that because it's one thing to share scripture verses in a podcast that are going to be encouraging as we're teaching a, a, a themed podcast, right? But it's a, an entirely different thing for you guys as the listeners to take these four scriptures, for example, along with any others that you could find on seasons in life or sowing and reaping, and you take them to your kids and you read the word to them, and then you explain it to them and how that mm. scripture speaks directly to what you're talking about regarding a time of change in your family or a time of change in life. And even going a step further to say, this isn't the last time you're going to experience change in your life. This is transitions and seasons will happen. This is part of life. This is me as your parent preparing mm. you to understand that when these things happen in life, We look to God. That's what we are going to do because as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And so I I just want to encourage you guys as you're listening to any other podcast, because we've referenced the last one we did last week about food shortages, there are scriptures in there too. Like if you're going to have that conversation with your children about, oh, you know, things are more expensive in the stores. Our financial situation is going to change. Maybe we can't afford swimming lessons or we can't afford two vacations this year. We only can do one because we X, Y, Z, whatever the situation is, instead of just literally telling the kids this situation and thinking that they're going to grow from it, reminding them of the biblical perspective that comes with it and that we have an opportunity to grow and we can still have fun here at home. What would be fun here at home that we could do? You know, Um, I, I even think about one year our kids wanted to sleep out on the trampoline. You remember that? And they were like, oh, I want to go camping on the trampoline. And we didn't have like a ton of camping equipment at that time. And so for them to just go and take their sleeping bags and sleep outside, you can find ways to do fun things at home without having to go do the big thing. Also. And hey, even though you preframe and set expectations, talk about the change ahead mm-hmm. of time, there's going to be hard attitudes that uh, – come up and you know there's going to be mm-hmm. some resistance sometimes with your children and, and those kinds of things and that's where you work one-on-one with them mm-hmm. and you know it's a lot about the growth capacity it's the more you guide your children through change the more resilient they're becoming mm-hmm. and so that's where you're there as, as the parent to guide them through that mm-hmm. it might be rebuking them there might be a correction there might be just encouraging them mm-hmm. but 
or teaching him wisdom mm -hmm. about it or more wise behind it or helping him see how this fits into their life picture mm -hmm. in a good way. So really helping them see that is mm -hmm. good. And the more you go through challenges or change in situations and you guide your children through it, the more they're developing a capacity to be able to handle more in life and more in life and mm -hmm. more in life. And that's why being uh, that positive disruption, sometimes creating disruption and mm -hmm. we're going to go do this or yeah. we're going to do this together is very, very important. Mm -hmm. Sometimes families just need to get away from everything for a while mm -hmm. and uh, just be, have some alone time together mm -hmm. uh, to recalibrate and so forth and uh, become a better team. And so really encourage your kids to grow. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways to do that is to guide them through change well and then follow through on the commitments you make. So be careful what you do commit to mm -hmm. and be careful what you set out to do. Not so careful where you don't do it, but careful in your language about it mm -hmm. so that you are not a hypocrite, that you're somebody that follows through on the things you say. Mm -hmm. That's really important too. Yeah. So, you know, as you're going through and you're thinking about what potential changes or what potential uh, life transitions your family is experiencing in the next few months, and this may even come up for you guys in six months. Who knows, right? The, the point is to be thinking proactively and to be in the sense of, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to teach my child. That is where our heart should always be as a parent, recognizing that there's lessons for us to learn and that there's lessons for our kids to learn as well, not protecting them from learning the good lessons in life. Hey, man. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. For more resources, go to Courageous Parenting and Courageous Mom for free online workshops, blog posts, and best-selling courses. Also, we wanted to quickly tell you about our six-week online parenting mentor program. Isaac and I created a powerful biblical curriculum. Here's how it works. Each week, we release a video with a downloadable parenting packet to make it easy for you to incorporate those teachings directly into your parenting. This is an incredible self-paced program where we cover everything from obedience training to overcoming mistakes most Christians are making. But more than that, it's a supportive community. You'll have access to our private online group, live webcasts, and the Courageous Parenting text message line where Angie and I can send you weekly encouragements straight to your phone. If you're interested in joining our next online parenting mentor program, secure your spot now at CourageousParenting.com. That's CourageousParenting.com.